It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to A View from the Bullens in partnership with flatback4.co.uk. Clothing inspired by the beautiful game and fanscapes.co.uk, made by fans for fans. Hello and welcome to another episode from A View from the Bullens with me, Mick Kemp, Lee McLean, Carl McKenna, Ben Winstanley and Michael Ball. Guys, I, I don't even know where to start with this one. We're coming off the back of a, of a 5-4 win after extra time against Spurs. Um, I don't even know where to start, so I'm just going to throw Bawley. I'm throwing you in at the deep end, mate. <laughs> Good luck, Bawley. <laughs> yeah, what were your thoughts? <laughs> oh, my God. What a, what a game for the neutral, but for the blue. Oh, it was just like a roller coaster, wasn't it? And Yeah, we'll, look, we're through, but I think at the start, we again, once again, at Goodison, we started so slow and so sloppy. And, you know, you've seen the teams beforehand and you're thinking, you know, what's going to happen from the bench and you know, how we strong enough even at our start 11. Jose is under pressure, Tottenham under pressure at this moment in time. They've been very negative. So I think the way they started shocked us a lot and we just didn't know... Um, how to deal with it. You know, the first six, seven minutes, it was just all Tottenham. You know, they could have had a couple of goals. Um, but as the game went on, after was it 20 minutes or so, we, we, we got into it again. Like you're just thinking, you know, can we sort of get into the game? We got our goals and you're thinking, well, you know, it's nearly three ones before half time. And once again, you know, Tottenham scored again, uh, 3-2. And you know, they've done the homework on us, you know, our set pieces this season and the way we've defended set pieces, wide free kicks, it's been a, a big talking point on the media from you know, ex-players and ex-coaches. And it, it's, it does baffle me as well that we, how we defend so deep and how we do half-zonal mark in certain areas. And it's But it's worked for us and it's worked for me and it's worked for Keane. Um, and I think teams have been trying to analyse us and thinking, how can we score? How can we take advantage of um, of how we're defending? And I think Spurs done that today. 
Um, you know, I think we took advantage of them in the first game of the season. It, you know, we found out how they didn't like set pieces from Amazon, and they, we got the win. But you know, th- what they did is obviously watch other teams in Newcastle where a player sort of starts on the goal line and drifts out. So he's unmarked and he's already on the move, and it's very, very difficult. And the ball, if the ball's in to the boxes, you know, is a good ball, which Tottenham and Son was doing a lot today. You know, it's it, it is very difficult to mark, and you're just really hoping for your goalkeeper to come out and just catch the ball and take the the pressure off your off your back line. But because Tottenham, the, the cram in that area, it's so difficult for him to come out and claim the ball. It's the balls that are going in. But, Goal side of Mina than Keane. Um, it was only later on in the game where Keane started winning the headers that Tottenham's delivery was, you know, the wrong side, and we were winning those headers. Uh, but as the game was going on, they were getting more and more corners, and we just didn't have an answer to how to mark. And that's just all down to experience, really. You're looking for your experienced players. Have they come across this type before? It might be new to to all the boys there so it's when it does happen to you you look into your manager you look into your experienced players to go come on if this happens again what's our what's our answer to this um, but yeah it was you know, going in 3-2 we were just hoping that we could ride it out and the question mark was can we game manage can we sort of calm it all down and dictate the play and, and keep it you know keep it simple unfortunately you know we couldn't um, the, the loss of DCL, you know, hopefully that doesn't look that too bad. Um, you know, that he went off, and you're thinking, how are we going to do this? Another set piece goes three three. Um, and to be honest, I was I, I couldn't see us getting back into the game again. I just thought Tottenham were going to probably go on and win the game. But full credit to the boys, you know, the you know it's up and down um, mentally as well as physically to to get yourself back going and. You know, we, we had a chance, Keane's header. You're thinking, could have made 4-3. Um, you know, great play again. Keane's good header, but just straight to the goalkeeper. And then, well, Richie went down quite soft, didn't he? I think um, just before they, they had equalised. But you just, you, you always look across the park, don't you? You go, if that was against Salah or, or Mane, exactly. it probably would have been a pen. You know, we mm. but you, you don't want to win games like that. But it's just the way it happened that it could have been game over there. And then they've gone the other end and, and scored another goal. Um, and then when Bernard come on, I said, I don't know who does the warm-ups, but Jesus, you know, it, it took him a while to get going. He, he gave the ball away so many times. and he, He's probably the worst player on the pitch when he scored the goal. Yeah. Um, but it, that was a great finish. You know, Richie's goals were fantastic. Made up for him. You know, he's got a... Yeah. He just doesn't look happy uh, at all until he's winning, but he, he showed... He's passionate at the end with two arms of the air. He's made up with his, his contribution of today. He's, he's working again with spot on. He's got his goals. So hopefully that kickstarts his season. Um, and then just watching you know, the extra time, the question mark was all over again. Can we sort of game manage it? And, <laughs> and I think the uh, just fatigue was sort of settling in a little bit more. But, you know, full credit to the boys. It, 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 um, Tom Davis, I thought as the game got further and further, he got stronger and stronger. The core, has he gone past your house again today? Oh, yeah, four right times. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, again, spot on six and got his assist. So, look, with it, with it, you know, we, <laughs> I don't think we can laugh, watch many games of football like that. And they go, we're going to the hospital to check our hearts, but look, we're, we're through. Um, big, big win for it was a massive game for Carlo, I thought. And when I seen the team, when I did see the team, I was, I was a bit concerned how we sort of weak we looked. and 
Um, we can talk about the seven men on the bench another time, but at the end of the day, we only needed one, and it was Bernard who got the winner. Mm-hmm. Carl, look, look, just looking at the game as a whole, we were quite threadbare at the start. We were concerned about missing the likes of James, Andre, Gomez, Alan, just to name a few. But ultimately, we're through. And that's all that matters in the FA Cup, isn't it, really? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the comments have said today, like the best game in the FA Cup we've ever seen for a long time. You know, we still say that the Cup's still still live, as they say. You know, some teams play weaker teams. Um and look at the covers in like you know bigger bigger picture after it, but today it showed once again how important the FA Cup is. It's the domestic cup for every club. You know Tottenham are still waiting now again. Thirty years they've been waiting to win that cup. Thirty years, you know that's a long time, Mick. So you know they'll be they'll be kicking themselves. They never come away with the win. Obviously, thought it could have swung both ways. As Bowley just dissected the game there, it was spot on with what he said. But. Uh, like like the lads have said, Lee and Ben, you know, it's massive for them too as well to win a cup. I personally would like to win a cup as well, but I'd also like to be in Europe. So I made up that Carlo done what he could today. You know, we, we have got a thin squad, haven't we, to say the least. I mean, I'd say the bench today was only really Bernard, who had probably many game time. That could change the game, even though he hasn't been playing much. You know, he come on and done a fantastic job by scoring a goal, but... I think with the FA Cup forever, and it's it's back to your question. You know, we we do need to stay in the, in this, and now hopefully, you know, we can look to the quarter final draw uh, tomorrow night, and you know, see where we're at then. Maybe there's not congestion of games. Maybe we're a bit fitter. You know, maybe we've got the players that you just mentioned. Then make it back playing regularly, and hopefully, maybe we can you know step on the gas a little bit more from the way get go. Like I've been saying on most podcasts, you know, we do struggle with this uh, and make sure that we can see games a little bit less hard than that. So, like Paulie said, we don't all have been in the hospital to get ECGs. Because, I mean, I, I, one thing that I did, did miss about that game, I'm not going to allow you to feel, but I'd love to be in there tonight, mate. Wow. Oh, imagine, oh. imagine Goodison now. Tell you what, lads. Oh, yeah. I, 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 honestly, God, them games, the games that you, like, you're emotionally drained I'm physically drained, but you just walk hard of it and you're like, you just give it There'll up. There'll still to be the a full house lad, now, won't it? Yeah, 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 to the it yeah, ball, it yeah. You just give it up to the nearest person, you wouldn't even know them. You'd just be like, come <laughs> on. You know, just imagine that feeling. And, and, and for me, that's what the FA Cup's all about. I think tonight at that stadium, we missed out on a good game, although we mm. are through. The players will have to enjoy it themselves without no fans. But I'm hoping, you know, that Spurs is on and quarter final, here we come. Lee, we've touched on belief and mentality at the football club, especially since Carlo's arrived. When you look at the 11 players that finish that game, it's it's a far cry from our full-strength team. So maybe the mentality and the belief is starting to change amongst the players, that they do believe together they can go on and and do something special, which you've touched on in in previous podcasts. Do you think they're going to start to believe now by getting these sort of results? Well, first of all, Mick, obviously I've been cool, calm and collected all night. Uh, <laughs> never, never been in doubt. Um, did you make Carlo's coffee? I did. <laughs> um, but yet yeah, to, to answer your question, Mick, I mean, that that can't fail um, but to give us belief. And this team just never looks beaten. You know, we all looked at that team before kick-off and, and thought, oh, oh dear, especially when we saw Tottenham's starting eleven, even without Harry Kane, it just looked full of quality and talent and we just looked a little bit thin and 
you just thought, didn't you? You know, if we're going to go out and then we'll get all our players fit and we'll kick on and we'll have a great end to the season and it ultimately leads to nothing. I'm just hoping, you know, we've managed to get through that now. The, the night where it looked like we were going to go out, there was a point in that first half before the, those three mad goals happened where we could have been three or four nil down quite easily. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But but we've got through. I don't know. Don't ask me how. I've just listened to Borley give an expert, ex-player analysis of that game uh, and I'm just sitting here going I haven't got a clue uh, um, but with, I've no idea how I've just watched 120 minutes of that and, and Everton are through but we are and the character and the the, the never say die attitude shown by mm. the players on that pitch it's great to watch that it's just unbelievable um, yeah, and I, I want to you know and I have been his biggest critic by the way and I'm going to hold my hands up here um, but Tom Davis tonight was just Phenomenal, and for mm-hmm. 120 minutes, he had energy, he had legs, he was, he was clever. Um, his use of the ball was was much better. Um, you know, he drew good fouls. Like, um, I just thought he, he he really stepped up again, and I am so pleased that he's proven me wrong, because I'd written him off as a, as an Everton mm-hmm. player, and I'm and I'm gonna sit here and hold my hands up and show a little bit of humility. But I'm I'm so pleased to have been proven wrong, and and I hope we can now call upon him as a really useful member of the squad because he set the bar now though, and that's the thing he needs to he needs to keep that going um, and and not drop below those levels. And I don't want it to be another false dawn like that City goal back back in 2017. Let's see him mm. really kick on now. But a, an unbelievable result, uh, a mad game of football. Obviously, a neutral is going to enjoy watching it. For me, that was hell. I hated every single minute of that. Um, <laughs> I've been up and down the stairs more often than a Joe Wicks fitness DVD. Um, I'm going to bed. Um, but we're through. And I'm just praying now, you know, a kind draw um, tomorrow. And let's see where this takes us. That could be the one we look back on and go, it's our year. Let, hope, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Ben, mad game. Crazy scoreline. If we look at the positives, and obviously we're through, but if we look at some other positives, Richarlison looks like his old self, didn't he, tonight? Oh, first of all, wow, what a game. I can't even, don't even know what to say, to be honest with you. I, mean, I just don't know what I've just witnessed, like the lads have just said. But now, Richarlison absolutely made up for him. That is the Richarlison that we've loved for the past few years. Direct, got the ball and shoots. I, I love Richarlison when he's up front. I, I know yeah. we, he, he comes mm-hmm. on as a left winger and... That's where he starts. But he's a goal scorer. He's so good in the box. And he, his finishes tonight were world-class. They were unbelievable. That second one, he was almost in the Gladys Street when he took the shot. I couldn't believe mm. how he got that in the back stick. And I think my neighbours must think I'm mad doing the pigeon around my living room. Honestly, <laughs> a few casual knocks on the door. Funny look. But no, I'm absolutely made up for him. It was... It, it it feels different. I don't know if you lads have thought the same. It does, the mentality, it feels I agree. different. The, I agree. The, the squad are, are blending. They're fighting for each other. They're, they're putting the foot in. They're getting stuck in. When there's a decision, they're getting stuck into the referee. Richarlison getting into the referee going, you're going to stop the clock. Stop. We haven't seen that for mm-hmm. years. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so good to see. Like They're fighting for one another. They're fighting for the badge yeah. again. It's uh, mm. it's something we cried out for for years, and I don't know what's changed. What well, probably tell you, it's Ancelotti, isn't it? Yep. Getting stuck into them, he is changing the mentality around that football club. He is changing them into winners, and that's yes. what we need. We need winners in that team. And from, from we started off looking at that squad, 
And to be honest with you, I, I wrote them off early doors. I thought that first 11 is good first 11, could be better, but we got nothing off the bench. I thought we're going to be, they had the likes of Harry Kane, Harry Winks, England internationals coming off the bench when they needed. And I was going, we're going to, when they went 1-0 down, I thought, oh, that's it, lads, early night. I think Lee was off to bed. It was all, all, <laughs> all hell was breaking loose on the WhatsApp. Um, but that's seven minutes. It just, is. That's the seven minutes I think Carlo wants over 90 minutes. It was fast. It was ferocious. It was Spurs didn't know what was going on. I think Carlson and the group, they're pressing like mad dogs. Yeah. I don't know if mm-hmm. something clicked. They were pressing from the front. They were making Tottenham panic. And it was just so good to see him. Free one up. I, I, all Everton fans like me were going, what has just happened? I was sat there in complete shock going, what have I just seen? Because mm-hmm. 30 minutes in, I thought we got no help. Spurs should have been 4 5 nil up. Mm. Um, some brilliant shot stopping from Robin Olsen again um, keeping us in the game uh, the question regarding the, the, the corner kicks forget that now we're through I'm not bothered I'm not going to touch on any negatives now 5-4 let's have it um, <laughs> so honestly Mick it's it's great to see the lads I, I'm, I'm over the moon here as you can say I'm ecstatic I won't be mm. able to get to bed till like 1-2 in the morning but <laughs> it's uh no, mate, absolutely superb. Hopefully, Richarlison kicks on from this now um, and st- takes that into, obviously, against Fulham at the weekend, gets a few more goals under his belt. But it's a shame to see Calvert-Lewin going off. Hopefully, he's all right for Saturday, Sunday. Uh, but I'm sure the likes of Josh King's licking his lips and uh, to get his chance up front. So, no, I'm made up, Mick. Br- brilliant result from the boys. Borley, without, without tempting fate here, you've been in the dressing rooms after big results, big cut results. What sort of effect can this have on a squad now going forward into the business end of the season? It's massive personally for, you, for yourself as a player, but I think you can see by Carlo's reaction that he's seen it all before and he'll be explaining to the players, yeah, it's a big result, big win, and it's the emotion of the games is very draining and it can be very, very rewarding and it can be a sickener as well if you're on the wrong side of it. But with a manager with Carlo, you know, speaking to him each and every day, it's all about belief and believing in what the manager is trying to implement each and every day in training. And as the guys were touching on, as we started putting spares under the pressure, you know, the belief and the energy come back to us, uh, come back to us. And when you start having that belief, it rubs off all over the place. And winning big results and winning big games gives you that bigger belief to go on and go, look, we can have a game against anyone. You know, if we all click the way we, we know we can, um, we can give anybody a game and it's just about consistency so Carlos Carlo, that's why we brought Carlos to the football club we don't want to get you know Everton fans we do at times we, we get too excited the could be thinking here we go it's, hopefully this is going to be our time but Carlo will know how to react to situations like this is focusing on Fulham and proving the doubt is wrong again against Fulham you know come to, come to Goodison Park against the sort of a weak inside, a slugger inside. We, we've struggled to, to get positive results. So it's all about the next game. But that belief, we've got it in, in our lockers now that we know we can sort of mentally look back and go, when we're struggling in games, they go, and go, when we're struggling against Tottenham, we're under pressure. We know what to do. We've got the answer to, to unlock the defences and, and believe in ourselves. So, yeah, you know, it's it's just great to have Carlo on board and the players have got to be a sponge. So, of every experience he passes down to them. Carl, it, it does feel different, doesn't it? I know the guys have just touched on it, but in previous seasons and the previous regimes, when the scorelines go 3-3 or 3-2 or 
you, you, you feel you, you know you fear the worst, but there is that little bit of feeling now when it's a tight game with this with this Everton team. You do sense that they're not out of games, and you do feel they're going to dig in, they're going to bend a little bit, but they're not going to break. And this is just another game, just like the Man U game on the weekend, where they bended a little bit, but they didn't break. And you just feel now are the stars maybe starting to align. When you think you got to hang it out to dry, they rear you back in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's us at the moment, Mick, yeah, in a nutshell, Mason. You know what? As a fan, I mean, I, I'm laughing at you because I'm over the moon, but like, I was so nervous in the game. I think the nervous anxiety is coming out of my yeah, system now because yeah. I'm just like, wow, you know, that, that was, you know, we've had the United game free all not, not, not long ago. You know, when we've got this game now and we've got Fulham on Sunday, you know, what's going to come next sort of thing? But, you know, I think I think the fact that, you know, we've all touched on it with Carlo in charge, you know, I think because he's so, he's so wise, isn't he? And he's, he never looks under pressure and, you know, he's, he still looks a million dollars at his age. He's obviously, he obviously knows exactly what's, what's coming and, he knows he trusts his players maybe more so now. And, you know, that, that fact that he's trusting the players is making us fans believe that whatever decisions Carlo makes, we all we all back him. You know, there was other times when we've had managers where they've made decisions and we've gone, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? With Ancelotti, we just go, you know what? We, we trust the decision. And, and the players do as well. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> when we're getting reeled around like that, like a yo-yo, it, it ain't going to be good, but... I kind of like it weirdly because if I was in the ground now, I'd be excited for the game. You know, I'd be excited for Fulham thinking, what's going to happen here on Sunday? Mm. You know, what 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 are we going to do? We're not going to bow down to these. We're, we're going to try and like get something out of it. But, you know, we could get peace as well <laughs> like we did against Newcastle. <laughs> you know, so as a fan, I'm I'm excited and also thinking, you know, we, we like you said then, we're bending, but we're not, we're not breaking. So, have we have we got that steel enough to to keep that going and that momentum going and can we make that more solid where we we are winning games that we should be winning and that's probably the only question I'm going to be asking myself probably near the end of the season or every other game you know game by game what what are we going to get here are we going to crumble again like we did against Newcastle or are we going to do it like United where we're out of it and we're back in Tottenham game we're out of it we're back in we win you know it's I, mean, I don't know how you feel like but. I can't really put my finger on what, what, how Everton are going to play at the moment, but I do know that like something's going to happen. If that makes sense, yeah, that mm. makes sense. it's coming. Mm. Yeah, something's going to happen. You know, it, it, it's it's hard to say. The only thing that I can say is, but we're, we're playing well, but you know, there's a few things in, in, in our game that we probably do need to work on. And I think Borley was spot on before with our defending. Yeah, we are so deep. I mean, Harry Kane shot with a free kick today, both thirty yards out. And I know why, because we were that close to Olsen. If it would have deflected, it would have went in. Mm. They were like standing on the six-yard box. Mm. So I think, you know, moving forward, we've got that stability of Ancelotti in charge. We've got to trust what he's doing. Uh, you might have your opinions on some of the things he does, which we all do. But as an Everton team moving forward, mate, I don't see us bowing down to many teams. Even though we got beat by Newcastle two 0 I think that was just a fluke. To be fair, we won't we won't lose many games for the rest of the season. I, I can't see it anyway. Oh, I'll hold you to that, Carl. <laughs> I honestly can't. I mean, I mean, not by long, uh, big margins. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like tonight was a five four game, but it was a freak game. It's FA Cup tie, isn't it? You know, 
people are lethargic and people falling a kip and most of the defenders on both well most of the defenders on the two teams there were still in bed with you let's have it right yeah yeah, let's yeah. Have it, right. it wasn't a night for the defenders no, you know wasn't. the centre half should like scatter gun approach weren't you where am I supposed to mark here the lights anyway turn that turn that in light off there for us can't see the ball you know it was sort of like one of them games where it was like what times are you like for your <laughs> so uh, moving forward answer to your question yeah I feel as though we are strong as a unit, as a team, and I'm excited. Lee, I know you touched on Tom Davis, Lee, and I, I do want to just come back to him. The likes of Tom Davis and Gilfie Sigurdsson, including myself and I think a lot of Evertonians, we'd almost written them off. You know, we kind of were thinking, you know, that they've had their chances. But these sort of players are becoming massive, massive players for us going forward because they're proving that we do have a little bit of depth, aren't they? They are now, Mick, yeah. Um, you know, in especially of late in recent games. I think they've they've contributed, certainly. Uh, that that assist for Bernard from Sigurdsson today was just pure class. Mm. Uh, and, he, and he's capable of it. Um, but he, show, he showed fight again. Um, Tom Davis, hopefully, is is turning his form around. And, and his last couple of performances is going to give him a lot of confidence. Um, I hope he's reading social media tonight because he's getting, you know, well-deserved plaudits from everybody. Um, so yeah, it just shows that when we lose the likes of uh, Andre Gomez, Alan, uh, James Rodriguez, you've arguably got three of your first choice midfield missing tonight. That these players can come in and certainly not let you down, and they can they can contribute. So um, it, it bodes well for the end of the season because it's going to be a push now. You know, we're, we're coming towards the the last three months, and thankfully we're still in with it a, a shot of both the FA Cup and. A European finish, so it's going to be tough. Um, there's going to be ups and downs, and I think every player is going to need to play the part because fatigue is going to set in. You're going to probably get, you know, a couple of suspensions as well. Um, but I just pray, pray more than anything. I'm just absolutely desperate to come away from this season with the FA Cup, uh, and that's all I feel I want to speak about. Make, I mean, I think that that's what causes the emotion in. Not just me, but everyone watching that game tonight. It's just, you know, please give us a bit of luck. Just get get over the line in a game like this tonight and let's see where it takes us. Because if we can now get these players back, I'm going to say avoid Man City. Um, and hopefully they go out. You know, I'd just love to see maybe City draw Leicester or someone and then get knocked out. And then really, then you're looking at it thinking, wow, there's an opportunity because whilst Man City is still in it, let's be honest, if you don't allow your heart to rule your head, it's going to be very, very difficult because they are just awesome on the day. But then again, is that doing a disservice to, to our, our team? Because I think you look at that tonight and against the really, really strong Tottenham side, not many would have fancied us there depleted and, and we've shown we've got character and fight in a one-off game. So, yeah, um, you know, going back to your question, uh, Sigurdsson and Davis were outstanding tonight, but they weren't on their own. I thought Decore was absolutely immense again in the middle there. His, his energy and his legs, he just seems to never tire, like a Duracell battery in the middle there. And then we, I, I've touched upon the Charles, and we all have on this podcast in, in recent weeks when we've picked up on the fact that he, he's clearly looked down and uh, frustrated, but I've I've commented a couple of times to say he's close and it's it's going to take something, not not much, um, to turn his form around and hopefully tonight those two 
unbelievable finishes are going to really uh, allow him to kick on. And if Calvert Lewin is injured, which I pray he isn't because he's massive for us, then uh, I think Ben mentioned it before. He may get an opportunity up front, um, and he, he always he always has looked as as though he enjoys playing in that um, central striker position. So. Hopefully he'll kick on now, but just another positive evening, Mick, um, watching Everton. And, but I just hope it leads somewhere. I don't want to look back on this and think, yeah, it's a great result. Because I never take anything from that if it doesn't ultimately lead to something. Um, I just want it to lead to something in May. Ben, I will just touch on something that might be a little bit of a negative. We conceded three in the last game and we conceded four tonight. Is that a little bit of a concern? Um. If you're going to pick up a negative, that's probably the one to look at um, from both games. It's I still think we're unsure of what our best two part two central defenders are at the back. Um, it's finding a way for obviously. I we all love Ben Godfrey as Evertonians. He's, he epitomises what Everton's all about—the fight, the desire. He's got to play for me somewhere. Um, but we've talked about it before. It's quite harsh to drop one of Keane and Mina for playing so well and. It's a really difficult question that Mick. It, it, it seems to be from set pieces today, and the set pieces against United. No, so be it being a, a, an also mistake against United, but I just I don't know if we're defending too deep. Have have we been worked out defending too deep? Because I think all season set pieces have been probably our, our strong point. Yeah. Um, of David Ancelotti, what he's done on training, we scoring from set pieces, and we tend to defend them very very well. Um. Now, I felt like after Sanchez scored today, early doors, every corner, so be it, Son's balls were on the dot every single time. We looked all over the place. Mm. Um, I don't know if they, they knew what who to pick up, but I think like we went from zonal marking to man marking very quickly. I felt it felt like Sigurdsson was just trying to grab hold of Sanchez just to stop him running, full stop, not even looking at the ball. So. It's a difficult one. It's definitely something they're going to be picking up on training this week. Um, the defence for it, definitely. So you look where the goals have come from. It's it, it all seems to be around around the set pieces, and it, it's a, it's a hard one. That myth. It's a really difficult question to answer because it's I don't know to be honest with you. It, it is a negative, but we're scoring goals, and but like you said, we scored three at Old Trafford the other day, and you'd like to think we could have got away three points there. Three points lost, and tonight we, we scored five, but we, we made hard work of it. Um, <laughs> but do you know what? Forget it, let's push on now to Fulham, get the win. But like Lee said, that the Corey today, I, I, I've been his biggest prick, he's unbelievable. What a signing he's been! He's an absolute mm. monster in that central midfield, up and down all game again today. And he was my man of the match, closely followed by Tom Davis today. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, a superb performance from uh. From an Everton play in the central midfield, but Tom Davis as well, exceptional, gets on the ball. He was passing forward. I think, like Ball, he said, he grew into that game. As others were tired, tiring, he started to look quicker mm. than mm. everyone else. He was getting hold of the ball, playing forward passes, and it was it was just really it's really refreshing to see around this Everton team. I, I completely agree. We need to stop conceding again. Let's, let's pack this in because it's winding me up. It's put, put us into an early grave. <laughs> Um, let's stop conceding and let's put because we, we've been struggling to score obviously against some teams at home as well so it was good to see different goal scorers get on the goals the uh, the seat tonight so especially like 
Carlo with his Bovril when uh, Bernard Slotter going, oh, I tried to sell him last month. He's made him look a bit of a fool. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he didn't celebrate. He just enjoyed his tea or Bovril, whatever it was. But, no, it, it's good to see this. Let's start pushing on more goals. A lot, a lot of onus we put on Calvert Lewin um, over the past couple of months to obviously get us the goals, and it's nice to see other players chipping in, like with Charleston, yeah, your Bernard, uh, your Sigurdsson. Your Sigurdsson. Like I know Sigurdsson didn't perform particularly well in defence, but he was involved in four of the Evans five goals mm. tonight. Mm. I think he got man the match. On yeah, he did on B two. Yeah, he got man the yeah. match on B two. So you look at his contributions going forward and he's setting up and he's scoring goals, you know what I mean? That's what he's there to do. Uh, but in this 4-3-3 formation, he's actually got, he's got to defend also. So it, it's a hard one, but no, fair play to him tonight at the right end, getting stuck in, getting the goals and uh, getting the assist. So again, I feel like I'm doing a lay straying away from your question. I'll go back to your question. So yeah, we <laughs> definitely need to improve on conceding goals. <laughs> that's, a, that's a negative make and we'll, we'll go on a positive day and we'll uh, try and cut out the goals for the weekend. I appreciate everyone's head scrambled after that. I've got no qualms about that. <laughs> <laughs> Regarding set pieces and crosses, we are very, very deep and, and on social media, people are questioning it. People are saying it started when Pickford was struggling and it was to stop shots getting to Pickford. So that's why they were sitting in deep six, seven yards out to try and block the shots, stop the crosses, that sort of thing. Is, is, do you think that could be the reason why we are so deep, just to stop the shots getting to yeah, the Yeah, no, it, it all made sense. You know, I spotted it very early on when I was doing the echo columns and it was, uh, it was alarming how deep we were. But I think the goals that we conceded when Carlo first came up, I think it was the mixture of Pickford, also probably the pace of Mina and Michael Keane are not the fastest. So, you know, it makes common sense So don't give space in behind. Um, it's simple as that. Um so it's worked for us. It's been very successful for us so far this season. The last two or three games now, it's sort of, um, it's got one better than us. But the issue is, no matter who your back four is, your back five is, the amount of crosses in general play are hurting us because that's what teams are picking up on. They're getting space in midfield because we're so deep. It's so difficult for our midfield players to get tight and, and put a lot of pressure on. We can do it in the final third, but in that middle of the pitch, when teams are all set up to play how they want to, their game plan, it is difficult for our midfielders to get tight and stop them turning. Um, you look at the, the mistake by Mina. You know, everyone's going to blame Mina, but there's a there's space there where, say, Tom Davis, I want to say negative, but he's let a midfielder turn and then he do a one-two. If the back four is higher up, there's no space for that to even happen. So that is the sort of issue where you're being sort of strong in the back four. The middle area, there's a lot of space for teams to to, to find gaps. And that's what's causing us issues. Um, Where then when they find the space, they get it out wide. They either get the crossing and we're not defending the crosses. We're not stopping the crosses. And if we do, you know, over the last couple of games, we've give corners away and you know, like today, your heart's in your mouth every time the Tottenham got a corner. But you know, that's been our issue probably the majority of the season. And Carlo understands that. And we've got big, key, influential midfielders missing. So when you've got a mixture of of all them elements, you know, teams who have got their their best midfielder, who's going to pick up on that and get the advantage of you? Mm-hmm. Carl, looking ahead to, to Sunday, it's Fulham at home. It, it's a must-win game, isn't it, to keep the hunt for the top six on? Yeah, it's massive, Mick. I mean, <laughs> are you going to be asking me for predictions as well on this game? <laughs> I don't think my head's got enough headspace in it to be there for that one. But yeah, it's a massive game, Mick. It's huge, you know, and I, 
how much of the energy is being took out of us tonight we'll, we'll tell won't it straight away from the word go on Sunday I suppose oh we've got an extra day uh, rest maybe and you know it's a late kick off Sunday night I think it's 7 o'clock or something like that mm. Um, so hopefully, you know, get the lads in, get them recovered. Hopefully, this year I'll be fit. You know, Alan possibly might be back in the team, back in the fold. I mean, he's absolutely massive, and I think boys have touched on it. Then, you know, in, in certain stages of the game today, I think he either cut that, then passes out, um, and, and intercepted that. But that's for another day. But yeah, we've got to win the game on Sunday, Mick, and you know, Ancelotti will be well aware of the, of the two games in hand as well. I mean, I know it's. City and Aston Villa, but you know that's massive, isn't it? If we win on Sunday, you know what's what's where, where are we at? Do you know what I mean? It's like wow, you know, we're going to sit down and really focus on what our achievements are for the season. FA Cup quarter final, win on Sunday in a week, and then you've got City and Liverpool. Come on, let's go and win Sunday. Let's have it. Yeah, win <laughs> Sunday, Mick. <laughs> Lee, it, it's a real turnaround, isn't it? We we lost to Newcastle. We then go away to Leeds, get a really good win. We then go to United, get a very good point. And then we have Spurs, you know, in a topsy-turvy game. We go through and now all of a sudden you start to think, we beat Fulham Sunday. It really sets us up for a really two huge games against City and, and them lot across the park. And you just think, you know what, win Sunday. There's almost no pressure then on those two games, is there? Yeah. I mean, to Ben's point, I, I definitely don't deviate from questions <laughs> before. Uh, what am I... <laughs> I'm having cocoa pops for <laughs> my breakfast in the morning. Um, <laughs> no, um, what's it called? Yeah, massive. I remember a week ago when we, we were talking on this uh, podcast about the, the massive week we had ahead with um, Leeds away, United away, and, and, and then Tottenham in the Cup. And, you know, to be sat here with four points and through to the next rounds, we couldn't have asked for any more than that. Um, so it's been an unbelievable week. Really, really positive. Um, Fulham at home on, on Sunday is one which we have talked at length about. It's the type of game where we've come unstuck. Uh, hopefully, we've learned enough lessons by now um, to avoid that happening again. Fulham, no matter how well the playing of late, just can't seem to buy a win. And I just hope we don't open the door for them. Um, and, you know, we should be flying high into that game. I've just seen a clip there on Twitter and you want to see the reaction in the changing room after yeah. the game. And, the, you know, it looks unbelievable. The, the, the lads are clearly buzzing and, and rightly so. Mm. So yeah. you'd like you'd like to think that they they're going to go into Sunday with you know real sense of belief and and confidence and hopefully we can take the game to Fulham and you know and hopefully it's a bit more boring than that. Don't get me wrong. And I'd take a a nice standard two nil win would be <laughs> would be just lovely. But if we if we can mm-hmm. do that, then we're going to be in a real yeah, as you say, Mick, we're going to be in a healthy position in the league ahead of a couple of huge. Huge games, um, which don't really need um, much more elaborating on. Um, mm. If you can't get up for them ones, then you know there's something wrong with you. But I think this Everton side can, and the sky really is the limit. And, and especially when we get all our players back, because don't forget we're doing all this week on week with with players out. Mm. Um, so you know if we can get this squad back, um, piece back together, then you know you'd like to think that it's going to be a positive end of the season. I certainly hope so. Mm. Ben, tired legs may, may play a, a factor on Sunday, but with Andre Gomez, James Rodriguez, Alan, Josh King to come back into the fold, you feel like go get the game winning 60 minutes, don't you? And then take the players off and then look ahead. Just for put a big the Corey out in the zone. No, like I said, 120 minutes on the hard legs. Um, it's, it must be difficult. How, how long? Four days got recovery. It's. 
it must mm. be quite difficult to play two games in a week. Um, but like I said, we've got players coming back now. I think Alan's touch and go when he should be there or thereabouts. Hamez, I think he said he wasn't there tonight. He'd be fifth for Sunday. So these players can just slot in. Josh King, it, it just shows a, a bit more squad depth than we have in previous seasons. So mm. it would, probably would be good to rotate the squad, get the players out and then bring bring the other players off the bench. He played full 90, what, 120 minutes tonight. So it... it you look, Fulham are quite an expansive team. The quick, the the, the niggly little players, but like the Luckman um, knocking about, he'll be looking to try and make a statement. It, it is going to be a tough game, I think. Um, they're, they're in a bit of a scrap, Fulham, like Lisa, playing quite well, but can't seem to like get a win. Had some results against, I remember Leicester away, I think they won 1 or 2 0 against Leicester or 2 1. Mm. Um, I think yeah, Luckman yeah. scored there, um, playing a good counter attack in football. So we've got to be careful. We don't want Newcastle part two, um, and mm. I'm not going to big us up as much this time as it backfired last time. So it's, <laughs> I, I'm just open, like Lee said, nice solid two nil win. Um, good squad rotation. Let's get the job done, and that's another big week. Let's have a good podcast Sunday night, and let's push on for that week. Mm. It's going to be another <laughs> big week. Uh, do you know what? Let, let's go with City. Let, let's have them. We've got nothing to lose, and if we get a point <laughs> or three points in the league. We can then hopefully gain confidence. If we get them in the FA Cup, let's pull them to bed there as well. Do you know what? Let's have it. I- I'm I'm psyched, <laughs> me. I'm ready for it. Push on this year. <laughs> Carlo's got me believing again. Um, and I-, I don't think he's going to let me down. He's here for the long run. And my mentality as a fan is changing as well. Um, so it's it's all looking very good, Mick. And let's push on for Sunday, get the mm. win. And let's, let's really, really mm. go on and let's get the win. Mm. Guys, it's that time again. It's prediction time. Fulham at home on Sunday. Bully, we're going to start with you. Just as the lads said, I want a perfect performance. I want a game management, a 2 0 win. Carl, four for the Everton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious, mate. I'm being serious. Yeah, mate. you can have that 4 3. Lee? Yeah, I'm going to go. 2-0 and I'll be celebrating with a nice uh, cup of blowing on my cup of coffee. <laughs> Lovely. And ben. 3-1 Everton win. Okay, and I'm going to go 2-1 Everton. Four home wins, five home wins, shall I say. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us as always. We will be back Sunday with all the fallout and the talk after the hopeful home win against Fulham. In the meantime, enjoy the victory. We're through to the quarterfinals and it's happy days. Take care and stay safe. Thank you. You've been listening to A View from the Bullens, brought to you in partnership with flatback4.co.uk, clothing inspired by the beautiful game, and fanscapes.co.uk, made by fans for fans. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.